Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In this episode, we share our thoughts on recent stats regarding obesity and coronavirus. If you're obese, you're 10 times more likely to die of the virus. So now, more than ever, it's critical you take care of your health. It's time to wake up, friends, and take responsibility. No one else can. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. Welcome to the Midlife Mentors. I'm James. And I'm Claire. How are you all doing? Yeah, how are you all doing? Um, we love to hear back from you, so please do feel free to drop us an email, send us comments. Let love us know to how hear. you're doing yeah. in lockdown still. Yeah, how you're getting on wherever in the world you are. Um, I mean, nowhere in the world has escaped from the weirdness of the corona pandemic. Um but different places have different rules and regulations. So places like Belize are opening up again. <laughs> yeah. um, certain places in Spain, you can go for drinks. Yeah. Uh, right here now in London, we're allowed to go outside as many times as we want to exercise. That was a and, new piece of news on Monday, I yeah, think it was. Yeah, and we can sit in the park as well. We're allowed to um, sunbathe as long as we keep social distancing. And it looks like it's going to be nice weather for the next week or so. It does. Now, I think in the States, you've got a real mixed bag. Like Some states are completely locked down. Some have next to no... Uh, restrictions at all so really fascinating we've well, um, got friends and clients actually over in the US that are yeah. kind of feeding back to us and it is very strange isn't it because every state has got different rules and regulations yeah. so um, not like London well not like England at all no although we might have because the news this morning from London is apparently we have the lowest infection rate in the country and they're saying that even London could be like effectively virus free by mm. next month mm. let's see anyway we won't get into the politics of it no all I'm saying is I think they want to restart the economy, which is a good thing. But yeah. um, anyway, what we're going to be talking about, actually talking about politics. It is back to politics. It is back to politics because... Um, Bojo. Yes. Last, well, I think yesterday, Bojo um, actually announced this in all the newspapers um, last night and today, that he is saying that he is raging a war on obesity following his um, coronavirus... Um, illness. He was really, really seriously ill, um, and he actually blames that on the fact that he was heavily overweight. And the statistics actually back this up, don't they? They do. So uh, obviously, the longer this pandemic goes on, the more and more research. data that we can be collected, the more research. I mean, there's, there's a load out there, and I guess like lots more will come out. But here in the UK, they've established a really clear mm-hmm. link between uh, obesity 
and your chances of infection, how long you carry the infection, your need for hospitalisation, and even your mortality risk. Um, but it's before we shocking. dive into that, I'm sure you know what is a consistent around the world is it generally is worse. The older you are and the more underlying health issues you have, the worse mm. a coronavirus is if you catch it. Mm, exactly. But the, the crazy statistic... Yeah. Um, let's well, let's actually... I'll give you the statistics on just the overall statistics on obesity right now. One in three people in the UK are obese. It's one of the highest um, in the Western world. Um, our, that, yeah, that is a huge number. I've, I'm, I'm shocked at that. I knew it was 65% of the UK population are either overweight or obese, but when you put it like one in three people are obese mm, in the UK. One in three adults. Sorry, yeah. one in three adults, yeah. yeah. Obese. Um, and uh, 34,000 people die of obesity-related illnesses each year so just kind of putting that out there about obesity overall in the uk and how much it's increasing at a staggering and alarming rate yeah so i think before we get into the corona impact let's just let's just set our stall out obviously claire and i massively into the health and fitness um we are anti-obesity however we do understand for you know, for certain sections of the population um there are medical reasons conditions um, they're less able to exercise there, there are whole reasons why people can be overweight or obese however the that number of people is very small it's certainly not a third of the uk adult population has those reasons for being obese well i feel really passionate about this i was just um signaling to james if he doesn't mind me just saying this i feel really i've got personal experience of this my gorgeous older brother has um ms so obviously his immune system is pretty shot to pieces he's a really high risk category right now um, but he actually can't physically exercise as most of you and most of the population can. I think that's why I feel also so passionate about it because people, we're going to go on to the people do make excuses um, and don't take personal responsibility. But there are a whole section of society that can't do it. And if you're one of the people that are fortunate enough to have mobility and your health, then, then really, I kind of feel like you're doing a disservice to the people that really, really can't. So mm. that might be a bit out there. I don't care. <laughs> but I feel really passionate about it because I've seen my brother go through this in the last, you know, seven to eight years where he can't, he's not mobile. So, of course, you know, he has put on weight and he finds it a real struggle to, to keep it off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there are those people that, that are going to struggle for good reasons to, to manage their weight. But... A lot of those that are overweight don't have those medical excuses. And listen, anecdotally, I can't tell you the amount of people that, that we have seen during this pandemic. We go to the supermarket oh, James, and um, they're overweight. They look very unhealthy, but they are bulk buying like disinfectant bleach. But it's, it's, it's like cheap alcohol and cheap food, like really Frozen processed pizzas. pizzas like no fresh fruit or vegetables, yet they're there in their mask and gloves. I've got to say, people also usually like look like they've been wearing the gloves for, for, for days, sometimes the mask as well. Uh, and some of you will follow them out and, and they wheel out their trolley and they stop outside, pull their mask down and have a cigarette. Or stuff something uh, in their face. You know, and these really people are unhealthy. putting, uh, we're not getting into the whole mask-gloves debate here, but I mean, these people are putting their whole faith in like, oh, the coronavirus won't get me if I wear a mask and gloves, yet they're doing nothing to take care of their internal health or bolster their immune system through, you know, moving their bodies more, through better diet and nutrition. So 
we've got a real problem here. And like, let's uh, before we get into this, the uh, the stats for for corona and obesity, like before the epidemic, before corona oh. came. Oh, sorry, that's our dog. Carry uh, on. We might have a little uh, uh, obesity Lola. and obesity related conditions and illnesses are costing NHS between five and six billion pounds a year. Now, the majority of those are preventable. We've seen obesity increase in both adults and children, you know, decade on decade it increases. Uh, and the reason for that is basically very complex, but you know, poor education about diet and nutrition, less uh, activity and exercise on school curriculums. Um, and less support as less well, support. actually. But, but also, I've got to say, uh, also shifting of responsibility. A lot of people don't want to take responsibility fitness and health anymore they're like oh you know that's my only choice that's all all i can eat it's all i know how to eat um listen you already know that obesity causes a, like a wealth of health issues now we have coronavirus yeah and, and now we're going to tell you the stats on coronavirus go ahead so if you are obese um, they found out that not only are you more infectious than lean people, but you stay infectious for longer. So the risk to everyone around you is increased. But the risk to yourself, you are two times more likely to need hospital treatment if you're obese. Should you then go to hospital, uh, you shocking. are 10 times, 10 times more likely to die. Exactly, guys. So, I mean, if it wasn't for what's going on internally as james said the whole the whole point this is why we've been doing post after post after post about this recently you know there is a level of personal responsibility that we need to start taking over and above coronavirus we know that in, like obesity increases your chances of heart disease of type 2 diabetes of high blood pressure so internally, this is the danger. This is the enemy. The enemy is kind of within and what you're doing rather than the enemy outside of yourself, which everyone, understandably, because it is a deadly virus, everyone is so, so overwhelmed with focusing on the virus rather than what they can do to help reduce their chances of contracting it and actually even dying of it if they do get it. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you, if you are... Uh, obese this is right now like you know it's probably not your fault and you can fix it right but if you are obese and you're putting your faith in cleaning products and gloves and masks and a vaccine but you're, but you're still <laughs> but you're still eating crap like shoveling processed food cake stuff I mean literally this is what you're doing you have you have a, a revolver six bullet revolver you've got just, three bullets in the yeah. chamber you're spinning it and you're playing Russian roulette but you've put a pair of gloves on to hold the gun because you think that's going to better your chances I mean and I can't put it any blunter than I that I know and it's it's the thing we can hear we're getting really passionate about this because here's the thing when we're saying it's not your fault actually genuinely people might say oh don't be silly it is their fault actually we genuinely believe that it hasn't been helped at all by society um, that we're in, which is all around quick fixes. It's not educated us. It's all around quick fixes. Sugar products are shoved in our face all the time. Uh, fast food joints are everywhere. In fact, it just absolutely disturbs James and I that McDonald's is, is now one of the chains that's opened up and everyone's queuing up outside oh with God. no social distancing. So I thought, I think yesterday was the first day they uh, McDonald's opened a certain number of their drive through restaurants for... Uh, take takeaway or delivery? Takeaway, sure. I think. But actually. anyway, there were photos. They apparently they were 
inundated with orders and there were queues of the delivery drivers at every single one waiting to pick up orders. They're so inundated that actually they've had to put a cap on how much you spend. That is just... This... That is a responsibility of the individual but also... We've opened McDonald's and there's no social... Dis- I don't... I really don't understand where people's heads are. And here's the thing. It's quick fix, lazy solutions that we've been fed constantly. It's, we've not been kind of educated on how to take personal responsibility for our health and wellness and our weight. So it's no wonder that actually people are putting masks and gloves on potentially protect everyone else, but also to protect themselves, and actually not looking at what really, really matters that's going to help them have a longer, you know, more fulfilling life, hopefully, is actually what they're shoveling in their mouth and whether they're getting off their backside and actually exercising. True. I mean, you can tell we're really, really passionate about this. And listen, we have been from the start about, you know, what is fixable in your life that can give you a better quality of life that not only will improve you physically, but improve you emotionally and mentally as well and make you happier, you know? And before the coronavirus, this was so, so important. But now yes. with the coronavirus, let's go ahead. If you are obese, you have 10 times the risk of dying. 10 times. Exactly. I mean, if that if that is not a reason enough to start addressing weight your weight issues if you have them, then... Um, Frankly, not nothing is going. No, to. no, and actually, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna really bold here. Anyone that says that this is fat shaming, yes, fat shaming happens. Absolutely, is it right? Absolutely not. Um, however, we cannot keep using fat shaming as a way of masking the actual issue, which is obesity is killing people. So. You know, it's about how you address this very delicate subject, but it does need to be addressed. And actually, we need to start looking at prevention rather than cure. Because here's the thing. All these people are looking at to our governments, to society, saying, cure me, cure me, cure me. What we need to be doing is saying, how do we prevent you even needing to go to that place? One of the things also um, we experienced, this is about four months ago, I went to the doctor's. And I was talking to the, the doctor there and I was talking about what we this do. Is fasc- this is fascinating, it really what is. What we do, um, and I was saying about obesity to her, she was saying that she's got um, a child and all her um, child's friends are pretty much overweight or obese, a majority of them are, which I found shocking. So I said, what do you, what do, you do to help children and adults um, that are clearly um, obese? And she said, oh, well, we give loads of support. We send them to a personal trainer, we give them an exercise regime, and we give them a nutrition coach. I said, I never knew that. That's absolutely amazing. NHS, incredible. As always, really celebrate our NHS for the work they do. She turned around and said, but actually, about 10% of people take us up on it. Because they're too worried about how far away it is and how they're going to get there, whether they need to get a bus, whether they need to work. And I'm just like, my goodness, this is the mindset of a majority of our population in the UK. If it's too hard, I won't bother. I know, it's shocking. Uh, and what's also shocking is there's uh, is a, is a worry that we've become so politically correct that we won't bring this stuff to the surface. And there's definitely an opinion piece I've read on this. Uh, that Basically, you know, the advice from the government to people in the UK is they sent letters to think uh, everyone over 70, basically saying you are high risk 
you should self-isolate. And they're still discussing whether over 70s should, you know, compulsory self-isolate even as we come out the crisis. So I made the point, you know, obese people are equally, if not more, at risk than those over 70. But the government would never dream of saying you're obese, so you need to self-isolate because the politically correct outcry. But here's the thing. Age is is something you can't do anything about. But for the majority of people, obesity is, and we shouldn't shy away no. from that fact. We're not. Um, at all. No, and you can do it with love, you can do it with respect. And actually, here's another thing. A lot of it, actually, a l- most of it, 80% of it is mental. Okay, so losing weight is hard. It's really, really difficult. And it's all about your belief systems. And that's that's why when we coach people in everything we do, actually, on our retreats, our virt- everything... It's all about the mindset approach because if your belief systems aren't in line with what you're trying to achieve, you're never ever going to make it. You can't outrun or outperform your own self-identity and self-beliefs. So that's really, really important is to help people feel supported and encouraged emotionally so that they believe they can take each step one at a time and stay there and sustain there. And they need support in that area as well. It's no good just saying, here's a diet plan, here's an exercise plan. It's actually about the emotional mental aspect of achieving it as well and most people people don't have that self-belief when you put on that much weight understandably you you don't have very much self-worth or self-belief potentially and it's about addressing that which is which is we we are all in on that we're a hundred percent committed to helping people exactly you know from where we are doing what we can and we feel so so passionate about this as you can tell <laughs> yeah we do and listen if you're listening to this you're thinking oh good I, I really need to do something but I, I bet it's really hard or it involves lots of hard work you know I'm not gonna lie to you it um, psychologically it, it, it is gonna be hard because you like Claire said you're gonna shift your self-identity and shift your beliefs uh which is what we do a lot of work with clients on but, but here's the actual thing when you get down to what we actually physically need to do and most people there's this area where they shy away from it you don't need to be doing it. We're not talking about spending hours in the gym every day. We're not mm. talking about like suddenly you have a super restrictive diet. You know, how we work with people and how it is possible to live and be really healthy is like eat a balanced, healthy diet. Still enjoy the occasional, you know, pizza, cake, whatever. It's just not a daily, daily thing. Apple spritz. Yeah. <laughs> healthy, healthy, balanced diet. So you, you get to a, a body fat percentage you are happy with and then you maintain it easily. Without feeling you're going without, without being restricted, you know, and you, it's it's you can do it pretty easily when you know how to get there. It's what we coach people on. Well, it's, on that's the, our award-winning approach, basically. It's quick, you know. We don't want to spend hours in the gym. We don't want to have to like eat lettuce leaves. We we wouldn't do it ourselves. This is what we show people how to do and have a balanced, enjoyable life. Yeah, and the other side of that is is the exercise thing. You know, it's not about you no. know having to go for massive long runs or even like two-hour walks. We don't listen. Our 15, don't. 20 minutes a day is the minimum, like three times a week, and you will see results. It's what we coach people on all the time. And there's a few little short hacks that we do and teach people that. We won't go into it. If you haven't listened to them, they're all in our podcast, guys. Go and listen to them because we actually explain in depth in some of these podcasts, the nutrition side and the exercise side, of actually how to do what we're saying is, is completely possible for you right here, right now. So... That's, I think that's our that's impassioned, it. impassioned podcast, um, all driven out of, um, yeah, Boris announcing that he's having a don't war Don't be a fatty on, in your 50s. That's what he said, don't be a fatty in your 50s. I don't know whether that's 
Completely correct. It's controversial to say that. It's Alleg- out- alleged to have said. Alleged to have said, exactly. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it is really, really important. Now, and hopefully this has shone a light on actually the devastating effects of obesity on people's lives. Literally. So, <sighs> over and out, really. Yeah. Um, one thing we do want to say, um, we had a most phenomenal, phenomenal Maybank Holiday virtual live retreat. Again, we're supposed to be in Ibiza running our retreat season. Clearly, we're not. That's okay. We're not going to quit. We're not going to give up. We're going to carry on being there for you. So, we are running another virtual retreat next Saturday and Sunday. It's the 23rd and 24th. Yes. James got it wrong. James put up a whole thing um, and got the dates completely wrong. What can I say? You know, in lockdown, the the calendar goes out the window, doesn't it? And actually sent a broadsheet journalist the wrong dates as well, which is winning. Um, Luckily, she's a friend. But we're doing it again next weekend. Um, I'm going to put the link in the podcast episode notes as well. Please sign up. It is on a contribution donation basis only, guys. So you can come and enjoy our experience. They're as as like our in-person retreats as possible. They've got all elements to it. But we don't ever want you to feel like money circumstances or money restrictions is going to stop you experiencing a little bit of 38 Degrees North magic. So. Totally not. It's a great fun thing. Listen, the, the main takeaway from it has oh, been people no. have just like connected in the community we organise around it. And everyone supports each other and messages each other. And people are even like going, oh, when this, this ends... We'll have to meet up in real life. Yeah. So um, do please come along to that. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, we would. I'll put the link in the below. And we're sending you so much love. Stay healthy, stay happy, and stay safe. Sending love. Mwah. been listening to the midlife mentors with claire and james davis we'd love to hear from you so drop us a line at info at the midlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions and make sure you join us on our facebook page and youtube channel you can find us under the midlife mentors yeah Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.